everybody. Welcome back to the Hayden, Alabama podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Brad. And boy, do we have an exciting show lined up for them today. From TikTok to apologies to what else? Police chase. Police chases of just the good old boys. <laughs> That's kind of what I wish that was playing right now. That'd be really good. Yeah. So we've got a lot for you guys today. Some new developments. It's been an exciting week in Hayden, Alabama. So we're going to try to have a little fun as we talk about some of these things. But we're going to go ahead and just uh, take it from the top here. Last week we failed, and we want to apologize there too. We failed to follow up. We had some good feedback on our on our episode before last where we're asking people what you would like to see in Hayden, Alabama, if anything at all. So basically we had two major contributions on that. The first one was... Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> and you know, hey, that was fine. We even said that. We even said that in our talk. We said, right. you know, we're not promoting them build anything else. We just kind of want to start the conversation. And then coffee. Right. And then coffee. So the the leave it alone, and then adding a coffee shop. Now I want to say I am I'm pro coffee shop. People, I guess they just want to drink their coffee while being left alone maybe that's what it is drink drink coffee be left alone yeah i like that but i mean i think it's a good it's a good deal when we look at cleveland kind of cups kind cups yeah. my kids call it kind of cups kind of kind of cups <laughs> it's sort, this, sort of a cup this kind of cup okay not that kind of cup and it's thriving it is a thriving business they have a great product down there and i just think that hayden definitely would support that do you think the teachers at the school schools would support it? Oh, I think so. I think uh, anything that's close to the school that has caffeine or snacks, that would be a good thing. We like our caffeine. We do. We like our sugar. Yes. Caffeine and sugar combination. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so if we've got a, somebody that's thinking about the coffee shop, you got two people here that, that agree that'd be a pretty good deal. Anyway. We might could even work there if you would trust us. Like, Yeah. We could host the show there. Yeah, I could drink Sometimes. some. I could drink some black decaf coffee. Mm. What about you? I'd like to have caffeine in mine. Okay, but I do like it. I do like it dark. I like a good dark roast. I just like it when it's cold. I don't know why. Like if it's hot, summertime, late spring, I'm through with coffee. For I the thought year. you were saying you liked cold coffee, and I was thinking, no, oh, no I don't no. know. I can't. I don't do the the cold brew stuff or the the iced coffee. I guess yeah, I'm not there. No. Well, that's pretty good. And then, uh, you know, I want to just say, again, for those that want to keep it like it is, Small Town USA. I mean, we are Small Town USA, and that's one thing that makes Hayden so great. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I was just thinking that last weekend. Uh, we went over to a, a birthday party over on 280, mm -hmm. and just all the, the madness <sighs> over there. It's a nightmare. As soon as I hit North Gardendale and I looked around and I saw all the trees, and everything that was not just developed yet, mm -hmm. I was like, this feels more like home. I like this. Yeah, I so. do. I love it, too. And I saw a post on Facebook this week. Obviously, they're cutting some trees on County Road. It was either seven or nine. I can't remember which one it was. And somebody was asking if that was going to be a development or if they were just cutting the trees. You know, So we're sensitive to that. If it's seven, I'm going to say no unless they want to develop down in a ravine. Build a rock house? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's a good reference to alone, man. That was a great. Uh, that we was need a great to talk season. about alone. We need well, to go for it. Well, I'm just saying uh, in the future we need to talk about like 
the contestants from Hayden that would do well? Oh. People you take out of Hayden that would thrive in that kind of environment. Um, well, if you're listening to this episode today, if you're on yeah. YouTube especially, if you're listening to it on the podcast, it'd be a little bit more difficult. But if you're listening to it on YouTube or you're part of the Hayden Alabama Podcast Facebook group or you follow on Instagram. So there's three ways really that you can leave a comment on this. If you're an alone watcher and you think, you know, that you would like to put somebody out there that would do really good from Hayden in alone, let's let's hear it. Let's have some names and maybe why they would do well. And if you don't know what alone is, basically the show is you're in a remote location. They drop 10 people off with just, is it eight to 10 items? I think it's 10 items. 10 items, and the last man standing or woman wins. 100 days. It doesn't, 100 days doesn't sound like a lot, but you literally have nobody to talk to but your camera. It's a castaway situation, right. you know, like a volleyball. You're sitting there talking to your volleyball for 100 days. But the Rock House reference, was that two seasons ago? I think two or three. Two or three seasons ago, we watched every episode on the nights they come out. Is that on A&E? Um, History. History Channel. Yeah. What is A&E? I don't know. Okay. History Channel. Yeah. <laughs> and this one guy, it's like God made him for a loan. And he built his house. He's like the perfect pig. Like if he were a three little pig, like he would have been the one that yeah. the wolf couldn't get. I think his. I think he he descended from Esau in the Bible. <laughs> I don't know, but he was in a rock. He built it in that rock ravine. I, I honestly, when they came to 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 give him the prize to let him know he won, it, it's negative thirty in there. He's sweating basically in a sauna in his little house in there. Like I thought that he was just gonna take the check and like close the door and yeah. say, "I'll see y'all later." Like I'm good. I hadn't built my bank yet, so. <laughs> Y'all make sure this is still good after 90 days. He built days. a refrigerator out there that a bear couldn't even get in. Killed a musk ox with a, a knife. A knife, yeah. He, jumped, he ambushed it from behind. And it was unbelievable. Did him dirty, then oh, ate was, him up. <laughs> and didn't share with the rest of nature. He had it in a preserve, basically. Like, yeah, if he was on Modern Warfare, he'd like circle button right behind yeah. him, you know, for the melee on the musk ox. Oh, man. We went Rock House, that's what we called him. Uh, so there's your tangent for the moment. That's the first one of this this show. So next, you have a correction on the Hayden wrestling. Yes, and I, I put it on the, the YouTube comments. Chase Phillips is the older brother of Evan. Uh, Evan Phillips is the one that won the state championship in the 138-pound weight class. So, Evan, sorry about that. I apologize to you at school, but I want to make it official here. A fish. Evan Phillips, state champion this year. One more time, congratulations to those two men for right. what a great achievement. And Bentley Briscoe. I think I got his name right. Twice now. Pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, good deal. Good job, guys, on that. This week we ask if anybody would just make a comment in the Facebook group, Hayden Up on Podcast Facebook group. If you're not part of that, all you got to do is request to be part of it, answer the questions, and, and we'll, we'll get you in there. We'd love you to be part of our community there. But – so we asked, I think I asked on Thursday, if anybody had anything they'd like to hear on the show this week, and we did have one respond, or one respond, one response, asking about a real estate update. And so before the show today, I reached out to Ryan Love, who was on a couple episodes back on Our People of Hayden, and he said that the what he had read this week is that in the state of Alabama as a whole, real estate inventory is still low. Still low. So... 
wherever you are on that, if that means, you know, if that's good for you, whether you're buying or selling, just some data for you. Real estate's still low in Alabama. People are staying put, aren't they? I guess so. I think the for me, I feel like the interest rates are playing a huge part in that. Right. You think oh. about how much less of a house you could get at seven percent yes. than at two percent. And then if it's a new construction, what used to be hundred thousand dollars in building supplies now one hundred seventy five. I said insurance rates are going up, and I think they cited that mm-hmm. that the reason they're going up was because of building materials and the cost of building the house back to what it could be if something happened mm-hmm. to it. Never liked the increases on the rates. No, and the thing about increases is they never go back once they yeah. see that. Yes. That you're going to pay something. Do you think they'll say, hey, the economy's improved, things are better. Let's go ahead and drop it back down to our pre-levels. We're just going to write y'all some checks. We're stuck. We're No, we're going to keep it the same that's right. and then go up at the next opportunity. That is true. Well, there you go. So there's the real estate update. Number four. Number four today. This is going to apply to a lot of people. And, and I want to say this before we get started. Even before we start, I don't want anybody to hear this wrong. I'm in no way an expert on TikTok. No. I don't even have the app on my phone. And I'm also in no way telling anyone what they should do with their children, what their children should or shouldn't have, or what you should or shouldn't have on your phone. However, I think because so many people do use TikTok, it would be worth talking about a little bit today because of some jarring, if you will, information that's just come out about this because I'm going to get the article pulled up. We looked at these a little bit beforehand. So Reuters, is that how you say that? Reuters? Reuters? Reuters. U.S. panel, U.S. House panel approves bill giving Biden power to ban TikTok. First thought. (laughs) First thought. Biden having power to do anything, it must mean something affiliated with his son. I wonder, what, I wonder if he's got some videos on his laptop that he doesn't want to get out and embarrass the renowned president. I don't know. There's no telling. I, I, you would have a hard time surprising me at this point with any information. Do you think he knows what TikTok is? He probably thinks it's his pacemaker going <laughs> off. So You're doing him dirty. So here I want to say this. Here's what it says. Lawmakers voted 24 to 16 to approve the measure to grant the administration new powers to ban the ByteDance-owned app, which is used by over 100 million Americans. That sounded like Dr. Evil there. That was that was my best Dr. Evil. Right. Yeah, I just didn't do the pinky That's thing. Right. Million. All right. Here's the concern. So a couple, a couple paragraphs down. Here's the quote. Anyone with TikTok downloaded on their device has given the CCP, that's an acronym that stands for Communist Party of China. That kind of caught my attention. It gives them a backdoor to all their personal information. And then they make a, a, a updated statement here. It is a spy balloon into their phone. How does that make you feel? Well, I'm, I'm thinking someone might fly by and shoot people's phones out of their pocket. Mm. Is it really a balloon? They might, I don't want that. No, just destroy you. And the and it was a the vote is along party lines. Republicans voted to give the power to Biden to be, you know to take this down, and then Democrats said no, they shouldn't do that. So they should be giving not whatever, not giving the power, not giving the authority to do it. Wow. 
And then obviously there's a lot of opinions on that. Now, here's another one. And so this is something to think about. You know, if you have young kids, I have young kids, you have young kids, and, and we're always, you know, we want the best for them. And here was what was striking to me. I had no idea about this. There's a difference. So this is a China-owned company, China-owned app. But their version of TikTok for, their, for the Chinese people is totally different than the ones our kids get. So that was the first thing that caught, caught my mind. And so here's this article is from Desiree News. China's version of TikTok. So although they're both owned by ByteDance, China's version offers a different version that is unavailable to the rest of the world. So they have their own unique, well, I guess it's they develop, they can do whatever they want. But it's almost like they recognize that technology is influencing kids' development and they make their domestic version a spinach version while they ship the opium version to the rest of the world is how they described it. That's a little bit staggering to me. Yeah, uh, I don't think the majority of our kids use it for a study hour. So you're saying they're not using it to learn for their homework? or No, I think uh, there are some decent videos out there, like how-to videos, like training videos. Uh, I looked at one uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I just wanted to see what the big fuss was about, and there was a guy on there showing people like hand placement techniques on throwing the discus. It's, I mean, it's somewhat beneficial. It's just like anything, though. It can be abused. And the majority of people is, uh, I guess you'd say, a more than a hobby. It's a almost an idol or a yeah. obsession. And, and when you say idol, I think you're you may be a qualifier to that is the amount of time spent dedicated to it. Right. So that brings us to the next point. So with the domestic version. I think let me get it here so that I have it exactly right. All right. If you're under 14 years old. They show you now. I want to see how much of this is on our parents when they notice what their kids are looking at on YouTube here. Here's what the domestic version. They show you science experience you, you can do at home. Science experiments, sorry, you can do at home. Museum exhibits, patriotism videos, and educational videos. When is the last time we've had any patriotism shown in our country? We show you drag queens reading to five-year-olds. It is, we, it's almost as though we hate patriotism in the United States now. Yeah, there's a, there are articles and videos out there that, that tell you it, it's a sign of, uh, of racism and white nationalism to have an American flag in your school. Not locally, of course. Not, well, but, but period. When I, right. was, when I was growing up, not that long ago again, I remember the 4th of July's and different things and everybody would be decked out and just, you know, proud to be here, proud to live in the United States, proud of America, not in a not in a bigot negative way, just man just thankful, thankful to be here, thankful to to have our land and our country. And it, and the sad news is is that we now you almost and I th I wonder if anybody out there agrees they make you even feel bad. You feel bad about being glad you're from America. Uh, they they can feel bad on their own. I'm very grateful that we're from this place. I mean, I love it here. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of those people that don't like this country, w weren't we supposed to cut the population like in half back in 
2016. I'm not talking about like Thanos like snapping his <laughs> finger. Grief. I'm talking about like all the people that were going to leave. If oh, one. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw him. I never stayed. heard anybody leaving. Yeah, they stayed. Where are you going to go? Well, this is good. Let me just say, it was, where are you going to go? This it is was good. okay if they left because their already filled out ballots would have already remained here. Mm. Uh, so they still would have voted in the election even if they were dead. So the ballots, right? They came back. That's right. <laughs> so they they yeah. were they were a staple in our first couple of episodes, and now they've returned. Well, we keep finding them. We do. <laughs> There's one. Gosh, what is this? <laughs> it's a ballad. <laughs> it, is it got Trump on it? No, Definitely not. It Trump. does not. Oh man. And then so here's the thing. At, uh, 40 minutes a day. So that's the last thing. So we talked about the different content that the domestic version has for the people of China. <laughs> China. <laughs> but also a time limit of 40 minutes. There are people that cannot get through a work shift without being on their phone for 40 minutes. Are you talking about kids not only being on it for 40 minutes? But let, all right, so let me, let me, let's pose this in a different direction. Let's say what if your kids could only get wholesome educational content you would be begging them to get 40 minutes of it and they're trying to limit you know they even limit even good content has a time limit you know we're in the age of distraction it's just like it's just entertainment it seems like that's the only thing we think about is just entertainment well we're in the we're in the period of history in this country where everything is about identity. What do you identify? What, what, what's your gender identity? What's your political identity? What's your spiritual or religious or whatever identity? Do you think China cares about what you identify as? I don't see I, them. I saw a good report or a, a good uh, headline several weeks back, and it said it was, com- it was comparing third graders in China to third graders in America. Mm-hmm. And it said that they're already exposing some of their third graders to pre-cal. Pre-cal? Advanced math. My goodness. And here in this country, we're teaching our third graders that men can have babies. <laughs> this will not end well, is what it, the final statement was. It said this will not end well. Well, no. No? Pre-cal might be helpful. Yes. Being confused and lied to is not. That's just amazing. It's amazing. But if this is the majority, if this is, you know, unfortunately, the human condition, you sort of become what you're most exposed to. Right. And if we're constantly distracted and constantly inundated with meaningless, meaninglessness, that's what we're going to be about. Mm-hmm. We're looking for more meaningless, meaningless stuff. I just, it just doesn't make any sense. Was it Karl Marx? He was the one that said that religion, you know, communists hate mm-hmm. religion. They mm-hmm. said religion is the opioid of the, the masses. Yeah. I think the other communists have taken it further. They're like, social media is the opioid of the masses. If you want to just get them in part of your institution, make them a single gear that continues going and going without any uh, checkups or any threat to our balance of power, Let's give them this, mm-hmm. wind them up, and let them go. They won't be a problem. They're entertained. They'll they'll continue to do what they're told. They'll think what they're supposed to think because we'll tell them 
Mm-hmm. All the social justice warriors will inform them through this platform what's right, what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Not sourcing the word of God, but whatever we tell them. Let's segue into chat GPT. The AI writing software that, that, that is getting a lot of publicity right now. I was just, I've never you saw it for myself. But today, after church, one of the members asked me if I had seen it. And he said... He wanted to, you know, show me what it could do. So he put in the chat, you know, there's just a a box and you put in there what you want. You put whatever you want it to write you up something on. So he put on there, because we were in John chapter 2 today, verses 1 through 12. And I said, well, just put in there the verse of Scripture that we want to write a sermon about it, and it'd be 500 words. So that's what it put in there. In a matter of moments... It produces 500 words about John chapter 2, 1 through 12. Moments. What took me studying hours and hours and hours, it did in a few moments. And it hit, hey, thank, I, I kind of it hit every point that I hit. So Sorry. I was kind of excited about that. Sorry, English teachers. Rest in peace to the research paper. All right, so there's the thing. So there, so you may say, well, that's that's just technology. Let's embrace the technology. In order for you to write a good paper... One of the requirements is you have to be able to think. You have to be able to, one, think and produce thoughts and be able to find information and put that information, compile the information together sensically. And that's an exercise. That's a, you learn to think. You have to, you just have to learn it. Mm -hmm. And so if you're never forced to do that, you miss the whole, you don't even, you never understand anything. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think this is a grave danger for the future of education and our children. Yeah, I don't... It makes you wonder, like, what will they put in there since you've not taken the time to formulate your own thoughts and come up with your own ideas and, and quote people who share similar beliefs that you do. It makes you wonder what will they cram in there and pawn it off as truth. But also... I just wonder if the society that is too lazy to write its own paper is also the same society that's too lazy to read it. So I just can't see anything. Well, don't get me wrong. Every, a tool within itself is not inherently evil. Mm -hmm. It's how you use it, whether it is turned into good or evil. Right. But I just can't see how our kids, that's just something they need to learn how to think. And that's that's what I think we're we one of the greatest threats to our children today is that these tools are, are allowing them to not learn the the irreplaceable tool of being able to think and understand things. Well, the currency of the left is stupidity, and there's a lot of wealth going on. <laughs> Rich, well, extremely wealthy. So that's it. Again, I'm not telling you what to do with your TikTok. That's not the purpose of that. But I saw this, this kind of, some of these facts staggered me. And I just want to share them. Maybe they'll be helpful for you. If nothing else, if you think uh, this is crazy, what I'm telling you, do your own research. Both of these are published articles that are easily found on the Google machine. So if this concerns you at all, do your own research. Or maybe you could ask ChatGPT to write you a 500-page paper about the latest on TikTok and the threat to the United States. Or you could just awkwardly stand in front of your phone in front of a crowd and start dancing in public. (laughs) 
Could do that. Yeah. Get it on film. Yeah. It looks good. All right. Well, let's change gears just a little bit. We had an exciting night <laughs> in H-Town on Friday night. That was the the good old boys. Who was that? Was that Waylon Jennings that sang that song? I think so. Yeah, it's Waylon. Making their way the only <laughs> way they know how. So there was a police chase that ended at the urgent care, but not because anybody was hurt, but Maybe. supposedly because that's where the car ran off the interstate. Oh, uh, thought he just needed to be seen about something. Seen, yeah, he needed to be seen, and he did get did seen he, on a thermal camera, did baby. He, did he just leave Taco Bell? <laughs> I'm not sure. No, he had to. Well, it could have been Taco Bell, but we're going to pull this up for you on the Warrior Police Department Facebook page in case this is news to you. On Friday, March 3rd, Warrior Police officers attempted to stop a vehicle which was reported stolen out of Mobile. So that's quite a joy ride. Officers were also notified that the two occupants of the vehicle both had multiple outstanding felony warrants. So the vehicle refused to stop and the pursuit ensued, they say. And boy, did it. Hmm. One thing that was notable about the article is I thought, how many people got involved to stop this it was the north alabama first responders right it was everybody so here's the <laughs> list just in case you were wondering how many people it took to stop this little joy ride out of mobile blunt county sheriff's department hayden police department kimberly police department morris police department jefferson county sheriff's department along with so not only did the police force so there's some police force we're going to involve the fire department so we, we need to call in the extra help. So here it says Warrior Fire Department, Fultondale Fire Department, Irondale Fire Department, and then G.I. Joe's, G.I. Joe's, The Avengers, Ninja Turtles, Spider-Man, yep. The Punisher got involved, I think. Ghost Rider came up from the graveyard. Thor brought his hammer. <laughs> Maybe that was what he did. He hit the road right there, and that's when they went yeah, off. Yes, so that's what knocked the power out of the night, Dollar General. And if you haven't seen, now I would have thought this was Sasquatch and his child, but there is thermal imaging, and it says a, a very special thank you to ALEA and their aviation team. So they got the chopper, the chopper involved in the whole deal too. Is that Predator in there? That may have been, but that is what. So y'all need to check this picture out. But really, how do you escape that? If you were if you were really wanting to get away and they send this drone up here with the thermal imaging, you can't even get away from it. Yeah, that's, uh, no one gets away with anything anymore. If they do, it's because they've bought their way out of something. I mean, we have the technology now where you just cannot, you cannot beat the law, it seems like. Now, did did you watch the Mardal Netflix series? I have not yet. We got to talk about, talking about no. getting away with some stuff. Have you, Maybe that's next Which, week. Which that would be buying your way out of it, right? You, we're gonna save it. We're not. We're okay. just gonna. We're just gonna maybe just crack the lid just a little bit here. But that Mardal trials on Netflix, we binge watch that. That is addictive. That's a mess. That'll be my homework for the week. You've got to check, check it out. out. We'll have to talk about it on the next episode. Just a mess is all, all I can say about that. So anyway, so big thanks to, so it says right here, an exhaustive six-hour search. Both suspects were captured and taken into custody. 
And they're at the Warrior. That's Midtown. It Police is. Police Department at the Warrior. Isn't that what you call Midtown? They're by the church. Downtown Warrior. Downtown. Yeah. All right. Well, good job, guys. Thanks to all those that were part of keeping our community safe. Appreciate that. And thanks for the scary thermal imaging that makes me think that no <laughs> one could ever get away from anything again. So there's that. And I think, did we have a report that one of our friend, a person in our friend group gave a police officer a ride? Yes. Uh, evidently, they'd, they had gone on foot. They <laughs> got out and put it in too high. <laughs> they were getting after yeah, it. Yeah, and uh, one of our friends happened to see him walking down the road going back to the squad car, and I guess they gave him a lift. Hopped in. Yeah. Said, can you give me, can we, give me a ride? Yeah, I wonder if it's the friend that we're thinking of. We're like, hey, about these tickets. <laughs> Yeah. You think you can do me a solid here? And I got a couple speeding tickets we might want to talk about if you want that ride back to the car. That's right. Nobody rides for free, he said. All right. Next topic. So I want to talk about West Blunt Park Workday was this past Saturday. And being a coach here at the the park, I have daughters playing softball. You know, it's something – you know, the coaches are kind of expected to come, and you're supposed to ask all the parents to come with you. And what I want to say is, so at West Blunt and Traditions, that was the best attended, no doubt, best attended park day that I've ever been a part of over the last several years. So I want the first thing I want to say is a big thank you to all you who came out and uh, donated your time, energy, money into doing that. Because, you know, our parks are – this is a big deal. We've talked about it a bunch of times, the community sports here. And, you know, we need to try to put our best foot forward and keep our facilities up. And I was proud to see everybody out picking up trash, trimming bushes, cutting grass, pouring concrete, all types of things, getting the fields ready. How many people did y'all have up working? I want to say that there were over – I went to West Blunt. I went Team West Blunt, old school, old ballpark as I like to call it. And I would say there were at least – 30 people Man. there were 30 people there i don't know how many were at traditions but, you know it's, it doesn't need quite as much mm-hmm. because it's a newer facility and west blunt we played there mm-hmm. years and years and years ago i mean it's nothing like what coach drake's done over there on the baseball field mm-hmm. that looks like regions field over there <laughs> on the baseball part but that's got a, it looking good up there it's unbelievable how nice that is went to watch that game last or you know last week and it's just grass infield it's beautiful i'm most impressed with the the net the huge net. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people who park right behind the thankful for that backstop are very grateful for that too. And and the, the local insurance companies, I think, are probably happy about. Oh, that. absolutely, yeah. You go to watch a baseball game like you've been in a hailstorm. That's right. Some places. That's right. But I want to say this before we move on. You know, we need to continue to invest in our parks because it t- it just takes time and energy, and and it's all volunteer. So if you have an opportunity to give back to the park, I want to encourage you to do so, whether you have a kid or not, and just keep our community looking really good, as good as we can, as good as we can do, because again, we don't have a, we don't have a city, what are you, a tax or team mm-hmm. that that is funded to go and keep all that up. So it's kind of up to folks like you and I. And yeah. you know the importance of that with that track down there. I mean, uh, it's your baby now. You want to keep it in good shape. Yeah, this is just the tip of the iceberg. We're gonna get a, a dose of what it's like to keep a facility clean coming up soon. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have four meets there and uh, we're going to have the, the team there. They're going to be our workers. So that's what we do on Friday nights. I don't know if you've ever seen, noticed that on the 
uh, home varsity football games, but the little ants running around picking mm-hmm. up trash after the game. It's the yeah. junior high football program. So it, that's I, a pretty good little That is trade good. Out. Is that considered child labor? No, no, no. That's investing. <laughs> that's, that's on that, the team. That's, uh, yeah, that's um, just investing in the program that you're now part of. All those guys that are up there taking snaps on Friday nights and making tackles and being part of the game, they did the same thing when they were in that grade. Put in their time. That's right. That's awesome. All right, West Blunt Park Day. You said, so let's just shift gears even more. Now that we're going to get to small town. Now this is going to apply. This didn't occur in Hayden, but this is to me a small town fellowship. Mm Mm-hmm staple so tell everybody about the wild game feast well uh Indian baptist church puts it on each year uh and they've done a great job i think this originated back at gardendale uh gardendale first baptist yes. used to do a big one huge it, it went away and uh when russ quinn was still preaching at at Enon, uh i want to say seven eight years ago is when it started maybe not quite that long ago but it's very close uh, and they've always done a, a good job uh, bringing in a, a, a good Christian speaker, uh, usually an outdoorsman or a sports figure. Mm-hmm. This year it was John Hanna, okay. uh, which, you know, All-American at, at Alabama, played for the Bear, and Sports Illustrated actually gave him the title uh, one time of the best offensive lineman to ever play the game. Wow. But uh, he, he lives locally now. He has a, a cattle farm up in Bluntsville. So he's uh, a Blunt County guy now, Blunt County resident, and he he just had a great message, you know, just you know gave glory to God for everything he has got and gave his testimony about how he grew in the Lord. But if you like different kinds of meat, man, this thing is for you. So if you're on I, a carnivore diet, is this a good place absolutely. to go? Absolutely. And this this doesn't mean that you're going to show up and start eating like raw frog legs or you know digging for grub worms, and it's not like a Bear Grylls experience. It's a, it's like uh, a beer factory. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the majority of it is stuff that can be cooked in, in bulk amounts, like, you know, deer meat, a lot of deer burgers, um, a lot of pork. Uh, probably the most unique thing that I ate, and it was really good, it was bacon-wrapped duck. Mm. Good and tender. Sounds and good. Everything just had – it's like you're eating the same kind of meat, but it's cooked and prepared in different ways. And, man, it's just – you got about a two to three pound plate of meat in front mm-hmm. of you, and it's just that's my kind of meal. You're do you're down with that? Yes, good stuff. Well, I think most most of us would be. Yes, it was great meal, and the speakers good stuff. Good food, good speaker, good event. Yeah, and they give away uh, good prizes too. We're talking about anything from coolers to Bass Pro uh, gift cards, uh, duck calls, uh, rifles, recliner, couch. Wow. Artwork. I mean, it's the a gamut. Bit, yeah, a little bit for everybody. Well, that's awesome. I guess I should put this right after the West Blunt Park Day. I wanted to bring up Small World. Mm-hmm. You think, and especially in our small community, but you, you, know, you don't know everybody. So I was working with a couple at the Park Day yesterday, introducing small talk. We hung one of the batting cages together and we were sitting there talking, and they, they knew you. Uh-oh. So their son, Matthew Fuller. Yeah, Matthew Fuller. So he was a track guy yeah, for you. Yeah, very, very good track guy. Still holds four school records. That's pretty solid. Yeah, triple jump, high jump, 110-meter hurdles, 300-meter hurdles. Good athlete. Good, Great track athlete. 
That's so it's it's just we just got to talking about it. next thing I know and I said well, yeah I know that guy, the famous guy I said uh, you know Brad I said you know Brad oh yeah we know Brad Uh-oh. and then one thing after another they really had sung your praises talked about how awesome it was to go down to Gulf Shores well if they had anything good to say they don't evidently they don't know me very well yeah I, so. I thought man you hadn't <laughs> been around him more than five minutes <laughs> yeah that was those are the the experiences that kids remember always wanting to go down to the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great place to have a state track meet, the beach. I'm in. I think we need to take the podcast down there and do a daily uh, report. I think so, too. It'll be good. Hopefully, we got a, a lot of kids to go this year. Over the last five years, we've been averaging anywhere from uh, 14 to 20 kids each year. Really? So, it's it's been a good thing. That's awesome. Anytime to go to the beach is a good time, too. Absolutely. So, we have a new entertainment venue. We talked about that. We talked about, would anybody like to see any entertainment additions? And then I was looking on the book this week, and I see that we have a new axe-throwing place. West Blunt Axe-Throwing is now open, and it's down Rock Springs Road. Do you know where this is at? Would yes, it be right up, down past... Would it be going past Smoke Rise? Yeah, you got to keep going past Smoke Rise, but before you get to where the old barn fell down, yeah. you know that big, right. huge, beautiful barn that was out in the pasture. So before you get there, it's this side of it. So before it's between where you turn into Smoke Rise. What is that road? It turns up Mountain this, Trail. Before after you get, uh, you got to go past Mountain Trail, but before you get to the barn, it's okay. there on the left, a gray tin building. So if you're looking to throw some axes, you can find them on Facebook because that's where I saw them. They were advertising that they were open for business, so you may want to give them a look. New business and you ever H-Town. tried the axe throwing? Yeah, I went to the one there by El Molino one okay. time. And I, I wasn't great at it. I had a, a hatchet dropped on. Oh, no, that was a shovel. My brother, my little brother, he dropped a hatchet on his toe one time. So to cut it off? He <laughs> cut it pretty deep, but it, mm. it, the little piggy held on. Mm. Yeah. Did it bleed? Oh, yeah. Nice. Bled like a stuck hog. <laughs> he had to have a transfusion after, yeah. actually. <laughs> was it Jesse? Uh, it was Jesse, yeah. But even if it would have cut his foot off, he'd still been 6'6", six, six, probably. <laughs> Which, that, that has been a great parenting lesson. Uh, my dad was out working. He, I guess it was that spring cleaning time. He's probably chopping out privet or something. He grew around some trees. Privet. Yeah, he was giving it what it needed, you know, to be put to death. And mm-hmm. um, I guess Jesse, he saw it. He picked it up. And my mom said, Jesse, <laughs> drop that hatchet. <laughs> like, okay, he drops it, lands oh, on his toe. Oh, man. Yeah, so made me think. Uh, was he screaming? You, I don't remember much after that. I just remember. You blacked out because all the blood. I just remember seeing some red liquid that I didn't know what it was uh, at that young age. And, but but your daddy was tickled too. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that either. Matter of fact, that may have beat us all unconscious. I don't know. Maybe that's what <laughs> that's happened. Yeah, I don't. But anyway, I just remember hatchet drop, blood, blood, and then I just remember not letting go of that memory and makes me be careful with the instructions that i give my kids there you, yeah like give Take them it clear, literal. clear and concise so be careful yeah well, that's awesome also so here's a little a light a light note but I, it warmed my heart up one of the teachers i believe their teacher at the elementary school was thanking the local truck drivers for right. honking at the kids on the playground <laughs> you know hey look I get that that could be like, oh, well, so what? But, man, you know, they'll get down there and just give it to old 
the whole what for, and, you know, the blast of the horn, and then there's the cheer. We used yes. to do it on school buses. Going on a field trip, we'd yes. be up there in the window just, you know. I remember doing that. <laughs> and what would they do? You know, bomb, bomb. Yes. You know, on the way by, and then everybody cheers. I tell you what, I've been on both sides of it. As a bus driver, you're not expecting it. I'm they give it to I'm, you I'm, on I'm, the cheese? Oh, well, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm, oh. I'm focused on keeping those kids straight on the road. Ten and two. And the kids behind me, are they're sitting there winding it up. And I hear someone go, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm thinking. I'm Warn thinking, somebody. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm about to have to keep this thing between the lanes. I thought something's about to happen, but it's just the kids behind me who are high schoolers now. Who Still used, loving it. <laughs> who used to be those playground kids giving it the old tug. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I love that, and I, and I think it is good. I think that's a good, just a wholesome thing. Right. We all like that. So that warmed my heart up thinking about it. What else we got? What else we got for the podcast today? Mm, that's all I've got. Any unless stories? You, unless you've got better eyesight than me. Anything exciting? Nothing? Any? I think I've talked about What about spring break? You excited about spring yeah, break? Yeah, absolutely. Two more weeks. Uh, but what's even more is, or is equally as exciting as spring break is when you look in your grade book and it says fourth nine weeks. You know you're on the home stretch. You just hold it up? Yes. Fourth quarter. That's right. And that starts, well, this Friday is the last day of the third nine weeks. Man. So we're, we're about to get into it. You know, the, the, you know who this is sad for, though? I can remember – you know, I was too dumb for anybody to tell me. Did somebody say amen? I think I heard one through the, I can tell Probably. somebody said that. You could not tell me at that time how awesome you have it when you're a senior in high school. People tried to. They tried to say, oh, this is the best time of your life, whatever. But I can remember when we got to this point and it was, you know, we had played football. We played basketball, and baseball was ticking away. Mm -hmm. you know, you're chipping into that season. This is it. Mm -hmm. And for the senior, it's a sad time. It is. Any time of transition, I don't know if it was this way for you, but I remember going off to college, and I remember thinking, man, I missed high school oh. for a little while. And then when I went, came back home after graduating college and started working, I was like, man, I miss college. I, don't I didn't realize right. how – and then when you go to have kids, you're like, man, I miss quietness. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and now the kids are getting older, and you look at those baby pictures, you're like, man, I miss those babies. Why, why, why did they have to grow up so quick? Even Shane, though they're not fully grown. But Shane Thomas and I talked about this yesterday, this exact concept. And I think many of you who are in our walk of life will mm -hmm. kind of grab a hold of this. It's, and it's the human condition, I think. I don't know what you can do about uh, do about this, but we're always we spend a lot of time thinking about the next step. Mm -hmm. You know, we're in a moment. We're currently in a moment, but we just leave the moment thinking about the next moment that has not happened and may not ever happen. Because you know, in high school, what did you want to do? You want to go to college. Mm -hmm. When you got in college, what did you want to do? I'm tired of being in college. I'm ready to go yeah, to work. I remember those days. And then you, you look back, you oh, man, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Because high school, what you don't realize until you get on, on our side of the, the ball, is that sweetness of not really worrying about a lot. Mm -hmm. You're not so worried about mortgage and yeah. retirement and all the things. You're just truly living in the moment. It's what are you going to do on Friday night? Mm-hmm. 
what are you going to do on Saturday night? That's like the big thing, and it's so much fun because people are available to do things with. Yeah, kids now, they do have a lot of different pressures. There's so much more offered to kids now uh, and, and throughout a lot of the tryouts that the kids were going through the last couple of weeks at school. They would, several kind of in, they would talk about being stressed out. And I'm like, look, you don't know stress yet. Yeah. Not not to belittle them or to take no, them away from their sure, situation. Yeah. I was like, just kind of encouraging them. Like, look, you don't have a job. You don't have kids. You're not paying taxes. You've got it made right now. Enjoy this. This isn't stress. This is the time this, of your life. This is you, you trying to figure out a balance between mm-hmm. this season, that season. I'm like, just enjoy it. Don't, this is not stress. It'll be okay, and just have fun. Well, that's a message for you, man. Maybe this is where we end it today. It's a message for you. It's a message for me. It's a message for everybody out there. You know, we're all in different walks. We're all in different seasons. And some of you are maybe out there in the worst season of your life going, look, guys, I'm ready to get out of any – I'd be ready to be anywhere than in this season I'm in right now. And I'm not – you know, I know everybody's got different things. But, like, for us, where our kids are still at home, man, how do we spend more time focused on enjoying this moment? Because this moment's going to be gone. And I, I want to spend, I want to have less regrets the older I get. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know that I took advantage of every moment that, that I had. And then, you know, because let's be honest, man, I look back at pictures now of my kids when they're babies, and I almost cry every single time. I look back and I think about that and all the time that's passed by and the memories, you know, and the good things. And so I want to I wanna just seize more moments of where I am and enjoy those so that I know when they pass, hey, look, man, you got as much as you could get. Right. Well, good word. So there it is, some sentiment, some some, some serious sentiment for the end of the day. But that's all we got here at the Hayden Alabama Podcast. Uh, If you're not part of the group, remember, remember the Facebook group or YouTube, Instagram, that's how you can find us. Make sure you're following, liking, subscribing. It means a lot to us. I know it may not mean a lot to you, but it really does. So if you're watching on YouTube, man, make sure you subscribe before you go. And I guess we'll see you all same time next week. I'm Philip. I'm Brad. You guys have a good week. See you.